Well, Congress is starting work on a new farm bill, and at the center of that for farming is, of course, crop insurance. And when we talk about crop insurance on this program, we call Tim Tobias at First Bank of Bern. Tim, with years of experience, I got to believe that you've seen just about as much as can be seen. You've been a part of helping farm families deal with challenges. But, you know, some states and regions are talking about prevent plant would seem to have an impact on already tight supplies by way of fewer planted acres. How does that impact our farmers here in the long term? Well, Rob, I think we're truly global nowadays. I think we have seen that more and more the last 20 years as to everything that we look at as global with computers. Everything is so much faster as to report what's going on in the crop, whether it's in, in Minnesota or whether it's in Texas or whether it's in Ukraine. We get that information so much faster and that allows these markets to move faster and larger movements. What that happens to us is we are under considered tight supplies worldwide worldwide, not so much locally, but worldwide, we're looking at that. Then you have to start looking at what's my marketing going to be. Yes, there's chances of those crops, commodities continuing to make a run up as they have been. Any kind of weather scare this summer is going to create an increased awareness and an increased price, most likely. And, and I hate to hear that here in the U.S. of so those those potential areas. We've been through that probably three times in the last 20 years here in our area where we've run into prevent and plant or really late plant or 30 inches of rain in June as we had a few years ago. Yeah, It really deflates people when we run into those issues. And Mother Nature is the, the number one thing when it comes to farming. Market analysts tell us that considering average yield numbers, lower planted corn acreage will make ending stocks very tight, as you just mentioned. So any weather issues, to your point, that will change those ending stocks, consequently in supply and demand equation. And when I look at the March 15th date of having to make a decision with the kind of changes that we see, the market volatility that we see, it's just very difficult to make a relevant decision, and particularly in the case of something like price loss coverage. You know, if the supply and demand equation changes radically before the end of the year because of weather, it's got to be a consideration when making a crop insurance decision. But how can you make that on March 15th? Well, yeah, those that can be difficult at that point in time. And, and this year has been a prime example as to where the commodity prices just continued to, to rally after that date. I mean, we saw some of the highest guaranteed spring prices for both corn and soybeans this year than we've ever seen. But since then, we've continued to rally and, and go on up. The one thing to keep in mind with price loss or PLC, they do use a five-year Olympic average with that. And so for this year, I think corn was $3.70 was the reference price. So when you looked, we were $2 over that real easy. Looking at the December corn contract, it's like, what's the chances of going below that? So whether it was PLC or ARC, our opinion, I think most people out there was, it's probably a non-factor in making a decision what you do this year. You know, sign up for one of them and hopefully you don't get anything. That we continue to have great yields, we continue to have great prices, and, and we just go on. And you also have to look at those programs are only going to pay on 85% of your base acres. And you know, even your base acres, you know, as an example, you may have a 100-acre farm, but only 80 acres are the base acres, and you're only going to get paid on 85% of those acres. So again, it's, it's not something we really focused on that much. It was, yes, you get the chance to make an election. You probably can't go wrong whether you choose PLC or ARC. Now, 
if our prices continue to stay where they're at today for the next couple of years and we get that Olympic average up, then yes, that may be something to look at a little bit more each winter as we head into those March 15th deadlines. Considering the changing landscape of high input prices, high commodity prices, and increasingly unpredictable weather, when you talk to farmers, how should farmers weigh these factors in considering their own farm operation? Well, every operation is different, and we always like to talk whether it's working through the crop insurance side or whether it's working through your operating loan, getting a rough idea, what is your break even? So you have a good idea as to, okay, if my break even is $4 and the price today is $4.10, $4.20, whatever, okay, I can go ahead and sell some. I'm a big fan of doing laddering. So as those prices increase, I sell a little bit more. So we hit four twenty five, we sell some more. We hit four fifty. And you know, of course nowadays we're talking eight dollars yeah. <laughs> um, on some corn right now. Kind of like dollar cost averaging. Correct. Yep. So uh, what are some of your general recommendations that local farmers should consider when making crop insurance decisions? And whether you've got ARC or PLC, uh, you know, what kinds of products does First Bank of Burn bring to the table, maybe above and beyond, or you know, just uh, tell me how that works. Two things, I think we talked about it a, a year ago a little bit, was ECO, Enhanced Coverage Option, allows you to go up to 95% with some of your coverage. And it's a subsidized product along with your multi-parallel. So it stacks on top of your multi-parallel policy. So if you take out an 80% or an 85% revenue protection RP type policy, then you have the option of doing 90 or 95% ECO on top of that. Increases up that coverage level. And as you say, with where our input costs are at, with where the value of the commodity is at, locking in and guaranteeing yourself that highest portion a lot of times is what you've got to look at. An operation that has debt load, they may need to really tweak that and make sure they're really covered versus minimal debt, then they've got a little more flexibility what they want to do. Podcasts by Federated Media.